0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: Uh, one night, I had a vision and dream that a man, shiny man, is telling me why you are against me. And then the next morning, I talked to my wife and I said, "Hey, I had this strange dream, and I know that I am against Christians and all or Christianity." Uh, and that was what I say—that dream or vision—it was a turning point
0: a turning point where he was willing to learn about the Bible and to learn about God, at least if it helped him to learn English. But it turned into so much more. Today, we're joined by Shoaib Ibadi. He is the president and executive director of Square One World Media. He shares his absolutely beautiful testimony with us today. And it's one definitely worth listening to. Our guest today is Shoaib Ubadi. He is the president and executive director of Square One World Media. Now, Shoaib, you're currently living in Canada. You work for an incredible media organization that is spreading the gospel around the world in many people's home language. But we want to learn a little bit more about you. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came to know about God, about Jesus?
1: Yeah, I was born and raised in Kabul, Afghanistan, and you know, Typical, a traditional Muslim uh, family, large family. I have four sisters and two brothers. And my parents, grandparents are 11 of us. We lived in one house. And uh, uh, when I was grade three or four, three, I think one day when I was going to school, then I saw uh, there was a. I we heard that there was a coup and we saw uh, machine guns and all soldiers on the street and my school was closed on that day it is more than 40 years ago but since then Afghanistan didn't see a peace or uh, prosperity and then I was uh, growing up then Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan and and uh, um, I went for studies my um, law I studied law uh, in Tashkent, Uzbekistan, and then worked for United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. And uh, has uh, I was uh, studied, and also then I, when I worked, uh, all my life I had this question: how the world started. And uh, my education uh, or evolution could not answer it, and also my religious background couldn't answer it clearly either. I, I had this question in my mind that I was struggling to find a, an answer to it. And then also oh, we were kind of, a. then I came back to Afghanistan when the Mujahideen took uh, power and I took my family to Pakistan and uh, my parents and my sister, I took them and I was engaged in Pakistan in 1995 and Islamabad, Pakistan, and also I we got married with my wife, Miriam, in uh, 1996 in, in uh, Pakistan. And I was working in UNHCR. And then uh, finally, in 1999, my uh, father died in Pakistan. And uh, in that time, all the situation, because uh, the, the, my kind of uh, life was upside down, I didn't have a job. I uh, didn't know the language in Pakistan. We became refugees there. Uh, my wife and I, in that time, we had two daughters as well. Uh, we became a, a refugees. That's what I say in the lowest point of my life. And the second question that I always in my life was a struggling is how uh, to fix a, a double life. I had a double life. It means for outside, I was a uh, good husband good father or good worker lawyer but inside I knew that I'm a sinner and I couldn't fix that uh, double life uh, and then as, as I was struggling in life that was the lowest point of my life uh, they, we had some Christian friends in Pakistan that they were suggesting me to start a bible study but I was rejecting for me uh, Christian Christianity was expired religion because Christianity came after uh, like uh, Christianity expired religion because in my religious background was after Christianity, Islam kind of 600 later, 600 years later than Christianity. That was my understanding. And Christians kind of, I didn't see them the way they were. And uh, I was uh, refusing that. And I didn't want to go. And I had a, uh, one night I had a vision and dream that um, a man, shiny man, is telling me why you are against me. And then I, uh, the next morning I uh, talked to my wife and I said, hey, I had this strange dream. And I know that I am against Christians and all, or Christianity. Uh, and that was what I say, that dream or vision. It was a turning point uh, that I said to my wife, could you? Uh, go to that one lady missionary she was suggesting to start a bible study uh, could you go and I am I want to go to study bible just for the sake of my English even in that time to learn more English and that lady is Sarah Duhan uh, she was originally from uh, North Carolina uh, was a missionary in Islam Pakistan and she agreed and we started Genesis from Genesis 1-1 bible study like a uh, uh, three or four times a week in the morning for a couple hours and the question that I was struggling for all my life how the world started it was ans- answered by reading the first verse in Genesis 1.1 in the beginning God and and then as we went through Old Testament uh, all and then also uh, through New Testament then when we came to book of Matthew in that time uh, we had a file to come to Canada. My uncle sponsored us. And uh, we had some missionary friends. And they were kind of a praying for us. Even that our coming to Canada will delay until we get to the book of John. Kind of. Because people usually they believe in Jesus through book of John. John 3.16. Uh, Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And God so loved the world. And in the beginning of that verse, and they were praying that our coming to Canada will delay until we get to John. But somehow God had a different plan. He opened my heart in Book of Matthew eleven twenty eight, where uh, Jesus says, "All who are weary and burdened, come to me, and I give you rest." And, uh, and that verse, basically, uh, through that verse and by the power of Holy Spirit, uh, my uh, heart was opened and i uh, accepted jesus as my lord and savior and i uh, next morning and i in uh, the morning again i talked to my wife and i said hey i believe in jesus as my savior and lord and she says i believe too and without me knowing uh, she had another bible study with a canadian lady uh, in there in islamabad pakistan i did not know and uh, somehow god worked uh, in our lives at the same time, and we both of us, we uh, believed in Jesus. And our struggles problem did not solve in during the one night or couple days. But as we trusted in him, then God helped us. And uh, we came to Canada in March 2000. And in 2001, we were baptized in Calvary Temple. Uh, this... Uh, uh, kind of at that time, our home church, Calvary Temple, Pastor Bruce Martin, he baptized us. And uh, we have a great friendship with him. And we were involved in different ministries in Calvary Temple. And also we, Miriam and I, we went to uh, Bible college in 2001 to Prairie Bible college. Uh, We went there for a year and we came back and uh, uh, they, the government did not accept my law degree, but I had some administration background and studied for accounting. Uh, I became accountant for Concordia Hospital. Uh, worked there for from 2002 to 2009. And then from 2009 to 2016, uh, we were uh, missionaries with Operation Mobilization, working with uh, refugees in town and also working with the Afghan believers, Muslim background believers internationally. And uh, I started a um, non helping immigrants called Chai Center uh, here in Winnipeg years ago. And um, I was involved in that as well. Uh, we had great friends, great mission to help refugees in town in Winnipeg. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, also my wife and I, we started a, evangelical TV program for Afghanistan and the Middle East in 2010 and uh, that we were uh, producing that program in the building where Score One World Media is. Uh, we had a great partnership with Score One World Media and then I had an office there as well before coming to this place uh, and when Previous executive director, Claude Pratt, when he uh, retired, then he encouraged me to apply for this position and uh, I applied for this position and they offered me the job. And since 2016, uh, I uh, work here and serve. We have a great ministry.
0: Now, growing up as a Muslim and changing to Christianity, I've heard from a couple of people that can be very difficult because even if you do believe, there's a lot of family dynamics that can come from that. Have you found that your testimony has helped you when you were a missionary speaking to other Muslims?
1: Uh, that's right. Yeah, many times I, even until now, we do have this our program, TV program, life, Even now, after 20. Uh, 1 or 22 years Still, I share my testimony and uh, yeah when uh, Muslim background believer one day become a Christian or follower Jesus then the first thing happens is their family members they try to get them back to the old uh, faith or old religion Uh, that was in my case but as we trusted in the Lord and we continued um, our faith and uh, also serve God uh, then they compromised uh, in my family and uh, I have a great relationship with my sisters and uh, brothers and uh, also with my mom I always was praying for her and uh, even like uh, believe it or not, she was a devout Muslim Uh, but anytime when we go to have a dinner with her she would say should I please pray first and I always praying for the in the name of Jesus to bless the food and 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 that's kind of a testimony. And uh, yeah, that that's...
0: When it comes to that television show that you were talking about that started in 2010, is that still running now with everything that's happening in Afghanistan?
1: Yes, it's a satellite TV show. It's brought in cooperation with Operation Mobilization. It started as a project of Operation Mobilization and it continues their uh, project uh, on now Square One as well in partnering Uh, together in that TV show. Yeah, it's a one-hour TV show on Friday morning. It's a live TV show uh, through Sat7Parse and also on the website and uh, social media. It's live. And we accept live calls as well. Uh, Because there is no visible church in Afghanistan, uh, there are groups of believers that they are meeting. Then what basically we decided to have this dedicate one-hour has a um, like a it's you know, now it's a zoom church kind of, but our years ago, before even COVID, we had this in our mind to offer an our church service, virtual church service uh, to the seekers and uh, believers. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's kind of we start with the word of prayer and then uh, I share some biblical views about um, recent. Uh, things what's happening in Afghanistan and surrounding and then we have a a couple worship songs and also we have testimonies and uh, we have a biblical uh, lesson uh, where we uh, talk currently we are going through the book of John and uh, yeah that's kind of an hour virtual uh, service and the difference uh, between our program uh, and church services here in North America is that Uh, majority of our audience are Uh, non-believers. Majority of our audience, like I would say probably 98% are seekers and and unbelievers. And that's a big difference. And uh, we receive live calls and uh, we thank God. Even um, last week, uh, we received the, you know, the situation when Taliban got into the power and there are a lot of uh, difficulties now. People are facing in believers, women specifically and girls. One Afghan believer, one woman um, uh, believer, uh, she called and she says that she is a, uh, four children and uh, she's a struggling uh, how uh, to find a food and how to help her children. And she's a believer. And we said, OK, we usually don't offer help because we are a media like you guys uh, and we don't have resources either. Uh, and then I told her, okay, that we're going to pray and we're going to see what we can do. And then just after the show, another Afghan woman believer from uh, Los Angeles, she called to us and she said, I hurt her. I'm going to support her, give us her uh, information and how, it, you know, how God works or uh, we receive calls that people call us and they say, and they are still uh, light and salt. They are still in the midst of challenges, in the midst of darkness. They are still sharing the gospel. And uh, even one believer said that, uh, you know, before what happens now in Afghanistan, before that, he was sharing about the gospel with his relatives and friends, but no one has attention or then pay attention. But since the Taliban came, then he gets called from his friends and relatives, say, tell us more about Jesus.
0: Wow.
1: And these are the things that are happening. It is difficult for people of Afghanistan, women and girls and also believers, but uh, God is in control and uh, God is uh, using his people for his purposes.
0: When you think about Afghanistan, I mean, there are many other countries in the world too where being a Christian or being called a Christian or even being labeled a Christian can be dangerous. Would you have any encouragement for anyone, even here in North America, who might be nervous to share their faith about the impact that it can have on others?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so what I, uh, I usually uh, say from my uh, personal testimony, uh, like um, I believed in Jesus uh, in 1999, where I was around 35 years old. And what I would say whatever when since we believe in Jesus whatever life we get we get it is bonus kind of it is bonus to all of us and usually the uh, people uh, the the fear is that the biggest fear each person has is the death uh, that's the biggest fear and uh, I think as Jesus conquered the death and uh, as Christians that is a uh, just a Another a step that we get closer to uh, Jesus and uh, uh, this is what I'm kind of at uh, um, my recommendation I, recommendation or my from my experience like I started in the, uh, a ministry called Beyond the Walls in Calvary Temple where we go in downtown and we share the gospel uh, like on a street different street or buildings or all and i, I did don't have any any uh, fear i then like i i shouldn't say it's to fear but i i i just want because of love that we have for jesus and for others uh, i think that that's the base that we tell others about jesus or about the gospel or share the gospel uh, because of the love and and the bible says perfect love cast out all fear uh, w- what it means the more we love, the less fear we got. Uh, the more we love Jesus, the more we love our neighbor, the less fear we get. And it is a process. Each person is different, uh, but I, I would like you yeah, uh, to uh, sh- tell our friends here in Canada that uh, we can show our love to our family members to our friends to our co-workers or even to our enemies in the context of canadian context enemy means the one who are not like us or doesn't think like us and um, to share jesus with them his love because we love them and this is one thing and uh, the other one that uh, i i do want to kind of uh emphasize that uh, sometimes uh, follower of Jesus uh, they do they show the love part uh, which means by serving others by mm, helping them by supporting them but sometimes they do not necessarily shell the truth and in Christian life in our life love and truth they go together and uh, they go together how we can as serve others. We uh, by uh, how we can love others by serving them, by helping them, and the same time telling them the truth that uh, the, uh, the truth is that, uh, as the Bible says, uh, all send a uh, shortfall uh, of glory of God, and we all need a savior. and uh, And the things that we have, we usually say, uh, the thing that we have in uh, in Christian faith, none other religions they don't. <laughs> they don't it's uh, uh it's uh, truth they don't have a, a hero a savior like jesus they don't call god their father these mm-hmm. are the things that uh, we do and uh that they don't have the these things and and better we have we have the we are the only uh, we said jesus says he is the way the truth and the life we all the only way and i think i encourage uh, that uh, yeah they sh- yes they love, they show their love by helping and at the same time telling the truth.
0: Do you have any closing words for anybody out there that may still kind of be on the edge when it comes to their faith and their beliefs?
1: That one story that I uh, tell, you know, that I, before I became a missionary, I did not like, uh, flying, taking airplane for one. I did not like, and, uh, uh, when I became a we started serving God or became a missionary then my first prayer to God was okay I'm good here in town don't call me to go anywhere and uh, as soon as we signed up uh, to become a missionary then the first thing God called me go to Afghanistan uh, and I had it's uh, going to Afghanistan it's uh, your, uh, it's a couple hours to Toronto then I went uh, another eight hours to London and then there is a layover. Then we I went to actually uh, to uh, Amman and then from Amman to Dubai. And then it's almost a 48 hours uh, of a uh, trip. I think that's sometimes when we are called by God, uh, God uh, uh, directs our steps. But on the way, he is uh, uh, helpful and he's always with us. Yeah. And, Uh, We shouldn't be afraid when God calls us. My daughter always says, uh, like, I have two daughters and one son. And the youngest ones when sometimes I do things out of, or I say I can't do, she says, "That you have to face your fears.
0: And there is no fear in love. Perfect love. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so much for listening today. Remember, if you want to listen to this full conversation or any of the other conversations that we've had on Connections, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.